fedora guy. <laughs> Castaic. Reginald Duca the Third. You got a pretty good deep Duca. Ronnie Duca. Bob Duca. Bob Duca Sr. Fernando Fuck. <laughs> is that one? Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, it's Fernando playing Terrence Fuck, I think, or something like that. Oh. And, uh, what was it? Hot Tub Foot. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Ari. Hey, Joey. How's it going? Let's talk about video games. Okay, let's do that. Let's. That's a fine idea. Sporting idea, young man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, this is going to be way old news by the time this comes out. But do you... Have you heard anything about this ukulele jam? No. There was a new company called Platonic, founded pretty much from the ruins of old Rare. Okay. Uh, and they're... They had this thing that they were going to bring to Kickstarter called Project Ukulele, and then they revealed it, and it's just called Yuka, Y-O-O-K-A, dash, Lely, L-A-Y-L-E-E. It's the name of the game. It's a spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie. Which I did not like. You didn't like Banjo-Kazooie? I did not like it. It made its Kickstarter goal in 40 minutes. Wow. Yeah. I'm not shocked, though. That's like nostalgia bait in the heart. Well, it's... This coming from the guy who kickstarted the Toe Jam and Earl Kickstarter. Did you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm so psyched. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it didn't look good, though. Oh, you shut your horn mouth. <laughs> okay. There's Yuka, Yuka and Laylee. There's a, on the picture on the screen. It's really. not. It's, oh, that's right. I, gotta... <laughs> I don't know what you're fucking talking about. It's pretty black from what I see of it. Yeah, there's Yuka and Laylee, a chameleon and a bat. It looks a lot like Spyro. Yeah, so it's like... The same thing as Banjo-Kazooie where you have... I wonder if the Insomniac people are up in arms. Insomniac? Oh, because of Spyro? Because of Spyro. Um, but yeah, it's it's making some serious bank already. Uh, I just what didn't was know... The, what was the goal for Kickstarter? I think like 150? That's hmm. pretty conservative. 175 pounds. Pounds, so like 200,000 So in, t- in two days, it's 1.2 million pounds. That's a lot of poundage. That's a lot of fucking That's a games. lot of sterling, as they say. Yeah, huge. So it's a lot of the people who went all the way back to even Donkey Kong Country. Um, it's like classic ass rare. Yeah. Uh, which I used to really, really like that stuff. Oh man, those first Donkey Kong Countries were so awesome. Well, like not even Donkey Kong Country. Like when they did started doing the collected junk games, uh-huh. like um, the banjos, the Conquer, uh, Donkey Kong sixty four. I even remember oh, yeah. liking quite a bit. Yeah, I like that. But one But their that type of their game, where it was a three D platformer. Where it was kind of do it whatever you want whenever you want, but it was buy or collect all these different things, mm-hmm. and I just thought they were so good. And there was something about them that, like, the world seems too cynical now for this type of thing. Like this cu- this cutesy, like video game ass video game platforming mascot driven thing. But I don't know. It's forty four days to go, and it's at one point two million pounds. Pretty good. That's fucking crazy. It's pretty good. Uh, what's what's People a pound? People must like that. A pound, it, I mean, for a while it was almost double the dollar. Wow. I think the dollar's gotten better and it's gotten a little worse so that now it's like 1.5, but I don't know. You can check XE.com if you want to see what it is exactly right now. Just put get XE. What's XE? XE.com. That's the currency exchange. Or it'll tell you the price of currency. So right there it says US. And you follow it to GB. 
So it's 1.5. Okay. 1.51503. That's a lot of money already. Yeah. 44 days to go. 37,000 backers. But uh, maybe that, you know, maybe it'll cool down now. Maybe the people who wanted in got in quick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, who, whatever, Platonic are probably clinking their tea glasses and... <laughs> Your crumpets and whatever. Whatever, the f- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it looks gorgeous. They said this is only three... These, m- these have to be artist renderings, though. It says, we did this three months in. It took almost that long to write this page. <laughs> <laughs> I, who knows if that's gameplay, though? Is, did their video have there, any actual... There are video, like, videos of it running. Yeah. Um, let me just fast forward, because there's a lot of people talking about... Things. Okay, so there is. It does look. It looks like an N sixty four game. Well, I mean, it's it's shinier than that. But that's the first pass. I mean, this is still a long way away. Yeah, and they have Banjo Kazooie dolls all over the place, and it's. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm excited because I used to like that shit. Like that. Like I even would hunt down the kind of bad ones during the sixty four PlayStation era, like Vex. You remember Vex? No. It was this like dude with claw hands, and he was extreme. And I like the games where you had to collect this stuff. This, I mean, I think at this point, I was satisfied just playing Mario 64, which was, like, the best version of this. Right. But then, like, that that game still probably controlled the, the best out of all of it. Yeah. But... Did you like Ratchet, Clank? Ratchet was okay. I liked that game. It was, I was always really impressed with what they were able to do on, like, with PlayStation the weapons 2. and stuff, yeah. Just, like, the look of it in the background, how crazy busy it always was. But there was something about the way Rare did it. And it was... I don't know. It, you know, it'd be awesome if that came back in a way that meant something again. I don't have that as fond uh, feeling yeah. for it as you do. Hmm. Yeah. Did you play Gex ever? No. That was the same thing too. You had to collect remotes. <laughs> anyway, that that was in the news to date this episode, and I just that's couldn't fucking a rare it. rare topical uh, yeah I discussion know. on this show. I, I was just surprised you hadn't heard of it at all. No, busy week at work. Ah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Right. This was only... Uh, it must have been just not that long ago. It's still 44 days. Yeah, I think it launched maybe Friday? Yeah, see. I I was busy all day at work. Well, I, I mean, there was around. like news of it coming out until this. Oh, okay. Because yeah. uh, they they were calling it Project Ukulele, and then they revealed the name was Ukulele. Ah. Uh, Are you following the... Uh, as long as we're talking about top stuff, the Mega Man, new Mega Man. No. The like, what's his name? Mighty Number no. 9. Number 9, yeah. Is it out? Uh, no, it's okay. not. No, no, it's still, and it, I think it was just pushed back a little further. Oh, okay. It's being distributed in America. Um, By Capcom. <laughs> it's not. No. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it looks, I saw some video footage of it, of it being played. It looks very much like a classic Mega Man. It looks like it hits all those. He just doesn't own Mega buttons. Man anymore. He just doesn't own Mega Man. Yeah, yeah. He he made a classic Mega Man without Mega Man. That's what these guys are doing without. Yeah, that, the property he, names. That's what this reminded me of very much. Yeah, which it was like the Wasteland Two game I kickstarted it was like the first video game I kickstarted, and it was they actually got the original IP back, which I thought was strange. That usually you don't see that. Not it's so someone often. doing the spiritual successor to whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. But no one was barking up the wasteland tree, I guess. I guess because <laughs> everyone wants Fallout instead now. So I still haven't played Wasteland Two because it was like I was super stoked for it when I kickstarted, and then it was so long afterwards. I just haven't wanted to get back into it. Yeah, that that I mean, you see a game how ambitious ambitious it is in the Kickstarter, and you have to think this is going to be 
a fucking long time away. Like certain games, if they're point and click or you know some other less ambitious thing, I'm more inclined to kickstart them because yeah. I know this will be probably six months late, which still will be only <laughs> a year and a half from now. Yeah, but I'm surprised you haven't jumped into Wasteland Two with how much you like Shadowrun. Yeah, I just haven't gotten it. Or Fallout or something like that. There's I like also, both of those. <laughs> there's also um, Pillars of Eternity and Divinity Original Sin. Yeah. Those are like those hardcore D&D Baldur's Gate era uh, isometric games. Yeah, I like them. I just, there's too many games. <laughs> just too many games. <laughs> too many games. Um, you playing anything new recently? Uh, I've been playing uh, Never Alone. Never? Oh, yeah, the uh, uh, Inuit, <laughs> Inuit yeah, game. the super, <laughs> um, what's the word, uh, mass appeal yeah, platformer. Yeah, broad platformer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's I downloaded it because it was free, and I, I I can't express how little interest I have in it. I, it's probably an awesome, beautiful story, it's, but I yeah. don't care. <laughs> you know, I kind of like games where they're like, they're somewhat educational, but to the point where it doesn't get in the way of the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, we're like, if you want, you can find out about Inuits. Sometimes I do. A lot of times <laughs> Sometimes I, don't. I just want to know what's up with Inuits. <laughs> the, uh, the art style is very unique just because it does incorporate a lot of the Inuit stuff. Yeah, Like yeah. design work, which doesn't really look like it looks somewhat like the Pacific Northwestern Native American, mm-hmm. but different enough. I think they made it in, com- uh, in collaboration with some like society or it like must a, have been they must have got money from some yeah it was like the preservation of that stuff i yeah i'm probably talking on my ass but i feel like i had heard that it has to be yeah. because the the level of um culture that they inject into it mm-hmm. you know is like really huge how's it as a game though but yeah no no the the thing that i was impressed about the gameplay is it does a really good job of making a game on the same map, same board, simultaneously a good co-op game and a good single-player game. Oh, that's that's interesting. Because you have, uh, you're a little girl. That's what a thousand one spikes didn't do well. No. <laughs> well, they didn't do a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> uh, this game's not fucking so impossible that you want to rage throw your your controller. Yeah. It does have controller support, which is good. It uh, is um, you are a little girl. Also, you have a little magical fox, and the fox has the power to reveal spirits that will help you that basically the spirits are platforms that you can jump on oh okay but sometimes you have to switch between the so if it's multiplayer you play one person as a fox one person as a girl dibs on the fox otherwise you switch back and forth my ghost fox unclear okay unclear uh so yeah we'll say yes this is a prequel to okami okay sure it is (laughs) different (laughs) peoples and yeah (laughs) you know everything Sure, go for it, Joe. Okami uh, was cool. Okami was tits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, there's still an there, have you seen the Okami mural? I think it's downtown. There's oh, here, a giant. Yeah, giant Okami mural. No, with like f- the foxes like feasting upon like magical butterfly looking thing. Weird. No, it's I cool. haven't. I'll try to find you a picture, but um, nice. I'll put it on the Twitter. Yeah, uh, at Waspod. Uh, the little fox. You switch between her and the girl. Or him and the girl, or whatever it is, the fox and the girl, by pushing one button, it happens seamlessly. Okay. And so the fox can like climb up certain walls or wall jump off things that the little girl can't. That and seems so, to be a big mechanic thing these days. Like hot swappable characters. It's like trying. There's one on um, that was just coming out. I think it's on Xbox One. 
that's uh, it's like one person's the fat one and one person's the skinny one, and then you switch between the two. Yeah, it's a good way of incorporating additional mechanics in the, into a, a single platform. Yeah, well, I think maybe it and adds it adds puzzles. It to adds puzzle puzzle yeah. to platform. Uh, that's that's not my favorite. It's but. not. It's there's not really. I mean, the puzzles are very very light. It's mostly platforming, jumping. You have a what's it called? A belay or a bull? Yeah, I think it's a belay. The, the spinny thing? Like you, you, have, you, you fling stuff? Yeah, you have um, balls on the end of ropes, you know, and you spin it around right, and you right. throw it, and that's your attack. Um, but it's mostly running away from things or jumping on things. Because you're a little girl in a ghost fox. Because you're a little girl in the middle of the tundra. Are there you know, giant the monsters Antarctica. things or something? There's, like, polar bears you're running away from. Okay, polar so bear looks awesome. Realistic stuff? Pretty realistic, except okay. there's, you know, there's also a lot of supernatural stuff. I'm like not going to say fox. it's the best game in the world. Yeah. But... You know, I, I, it's, it feels slick. It's a slick platformer. So it's, you know, I've been playing that. I don't know how much I'll play it, but <laughs> yeah, more than 20 minutes or less. But either way, you're going to know way more about Inuits <laughs> than you did going in. Or that I've ever wanted or to. Or that you knew you wanted to. Yeah. You may you may want to now. Uh, I have not been playing an educational Inuit game. Uh, I've been playing Bloodborne, which partially makes me hate myself talking about rage quitting and yeah no rage fucking shit i have not played dark souls does this make you want to play dark souls i don't know i i hear people talking about the differences there's still su- people still swear by the first dark souls like not demon souls not dark souls 2 they say like dark souls the first one is like the best that's the pinnacle yeah it just got worse well, they they change stuff, and then the people who are like the what's the word purists purists think that this one's the best or whatever. I have uh, all of them, um, including Dark Souls Two. I was like, I'm gonna finally buckle down on Bloodborne because it's not fantasy. Yeah, I, I like the setting more. It's more like a horror Victorian, uh, you know, werewolf type of vi- violent stuff. It's not swords and shields and armor and stuff like that. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really dig into this one, see what it's about, and then I'll work my way backwards. Um, I, I really still don't know what I'm to think about it. I got like uh, the the guidebook or whatever just to flip through like the lore and Which stuff like that. Which is an awesome looking book. It's like 600 <laughs> fucking pages and it's hardcover and it was delayed because the day one patch added like 120 new pages to the book, so it's fucking huge. But I, uh, I have you played a Souls thing? Do you know like what the no, big deal with this I, is? I've read about him enough to know that they weren't something for that you. Were interesting for me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like you your currency and your level up currency is it's blood is blood uh, your blood echoes or your souls and the souls. And if you die, they drop where you died, and you have to corpse run back. And if you die before you get them, then they're gone. So you could play for an hour and die and lose you know drop like five thousand blood echoes and then i just get ganked on the way there and then all those are gone so all the times that pretty chill yeah pretty pretty awesome right um you know there's you can grind in it you can keep running around the level i can grind and harvest stuff uh and then just go back to the thing like your home base and level up with it but it that's like a really slow way to do it so i'm i'm enjoying it um, I had purposely kind of like pushed it off cause I got it. You seem was... pained when you said enjoying it. Yeah. I, I pushed it off, uh, cause I got it during the pilot that I was working on and yeah. there was like no fucking time at all to, to play that. Cause you, when you sit down to do it, you kind of have to 
dedicate a good chunk of time, which is kind of the opposite way I've been playing games lately, which is I have to sit down, I have to get in this like headspace, this mode, get good with the controls again, and then make some sort of noticeable progress so that the next time I don't have to start from exactly where I was again, which is like re- re-getting Ugh. familiar with it all. Um, there's there's definitely something to the way that the combat feels, which is a lot of that animation priority like we talked about with Monster Hunter and stuff like that. But the game is super long. It seems well-made, and it's gorgeous. What do you play it on? It's only on PS4. It's oh, you can't Vita it, though? No. Oh, interesting. I, I can do that, like the streaming thing. That's what I'm talking but about. But the, the problem is is you use all the top buttons, and on the Vita, the top buttons get mapped to the back touchpad or the bottom right of the touchscreen. And it's too awkward. It's awkward. to. Yeah. It, it's not as responsive as you need it to be to play that thing. Because some of that stuff is like hair trigger fast. Mm. Like you have to be on your shit in order to not get murdered. Yeah, because I could see that being a little more appealing if it was on a mobile yeah. So that you can just like constantly play it throughout the day, for, for, you know, during downtime so that you keep somewhat competent mm-hmm. instead of having to restart, like get reacquainted with the. It's like, it's like the first game I've ever gotten that I have to like psych myself up to play. Yeah. And it's like, I want to play it and I like like getting further and like doing better at it. But it's like, it almost feels like reading a, like a piece of classic literature like this is great and i enjoy this but this is way more work than i'm used to putting into something like this for what i get out of it so i don't know maybe maybe I, it just hasn't clicked with me yet maybe, maybe it's instead be- of bloodborne you should stick with blood porn <laughs> i still have that <laughs> but pe- there are people who say that it's not as good as dark souls so i don't know maybe i'll People who say everything. Yeah, people who say shit. There's always that fear that it's the, uh, oh, man, you should have been there 10 years ago, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, man, Disneyland's one thing, but 10 years ago, it's like... (laughs) Disneyland, huh? (laughs) Anything. You fucking, like, own McDonald's. Their play places kick ass now, but fucking 25 years ago, let me tell you. When they had 64s in the the dining room, yeah. Play Mario for five minutes. (laughs) Pretty dope. Yeah, and then get... Influenza from touching those <laughs> controllers. <laughs> what, it's, bird flu it's in your it's, your it's in your burger already. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Pretty sure you, it's like you know, immunization or whatever. You just expose yourself to it slowly through McDonald's burgers, and then it doesn't matter. Nothing can kill you. Yeah, that's why we live forever now because of McDonald's. That clearly. <laughs> um, the other thing I'm going to bring up real quick is: Did you ever play Colonization? It was the kind of offshoot of Civ Four. No, um, they remade it. Uh, it was an original uh, Sid Meier's colonization, and then using the Civ Four engine, they did Civilization Four colon colonization. It wasn't an expansion; it was like a standalone, different game. Yeah, but in I, the same like mode, sort of. Yeah. It's different enough to be its own game, but I like it so much more than Civ. Than 4? Civ. Huh? Like period. I got the good old games copy of the original. Yeah. Um, partly because I found an original st- version strategy guide, like from Civ Four was like before it was like after the hex leap, but before the no five was the hexes. Hi- five was the hex leap. Yeah. Wasn't there a jump with three where three did something drastically different too? I I, I, I feel like those ones those two are fairly similar. The same. Okay. Okay. I've only played like a handful of Civ games in my life, and th- those felt similar yeah and they've all kind of run together five was cool 
Because they finally did the thing, the biggest thing other than the hexes was in five, you couldn't stack units. Which, that always pissed me off. It's like I'd go run out of city, and then I'd hammer away at it forever, but they have like 60 dudes stacked in there that you just can't see. Yeah. And they finally got rid of that. I, I thought, thought that you liked cool. beating off dudes. I do, you normally, but not like that. Okay. But colonization is, it's all about revolutionary war. Like, you go found the new colony in America, and then it's a lot about, like, uh, is that making more dramatic? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it just it's making me not being able to think. <laughs> <laughs> I realized how to break Joey. Yeah, uh, the you have the guys who like on your 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 city tiles or your city view. You can assign them to work in like a church or a, a carpentry or masonry, whatever. But they are also the ones that you would then convert into soldiers and move them out on the battlefield. So, like, every single person is more valuable than they are in So it's Yeah, that makes sense. Civ. It's it's more of, like, a generic worker, where yeah. it can just go towards anything, but it's not like this is a soldier. Well, they have is. some of them have specialties that if you assign this lumberjack to gathering wood, he'll gather more than this regular guy would if he did generic but, doing but you can have people do everything within so reason so did you just buy that or I mean have you been playing that recently well, the I've been playing the what original original oh okay uh, recently because I found that strategy guide for like two dollars of the original one yeah and I was like I don't I wanted to see what the original was because people say it's still better of course than the remake and then I dug out my copy of colonization and the disc isn't in there and I have no fucking idea where it is it probably wouldn't run on your computer anyways. You'd it's have pretty to slow new. it down. No, oh no, the colonization old one I got is good old games. Oh, it's, oh, so they do the it one that I I got was the Civ Four oh, one. Oh, the Civ Four, okay. and I can't fucking find it. That's a bummer. So it's still up for sale on Steam, but it's still twenty bucks. So I'm gonna wait until it's like some sort of holiday sale so I, mean, I can get it. You own it. You shouldn't feel too bad, like maybe procuring an ISO or something. Right. Well, the one on Steam runs on Mac, too. Mine doesn't. Okay. So I kind of want to get it so I can play it on my laptop. It's a definite, like, laptop game. Or, yeah. you know, not you sitting need, yeah. sitting at a computer you with be the comfy intent. and be able to see tiny little details on yeah, maps. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, but it's great. I, if you like Civ stuff, you should check out Colonization the next time it goes on sale. Because that game is awesome. Um, I've been playing also... I guess a good place to talk about it, because... I, I, I didn't like it enough to, for it to ever be in a marquee, but I put a lot of time into Valiant Heart. Valiant Heart. That's the uh, World War One, Right, right. You know, French. Mm-hmm. Very, Again, like, you're, you're really finding these, uh, like, strange, super dramatic edutainment <laughs> games. Yeah. Is this your jam lately? Like, do you feel like you can't waste any more time playing games because no, it's I just, b- bad for you? No, I just, I, 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 I really thought this looked like a cool setting, you know? Yeah. World War One's pretty awesome in the setting of it okay. because it's fucked up like how personal war was yeah you know it was back when you like if you were killing someone you stabbed them in the gut yeah, yeah. that was the last time that happened pretty much other than like the jungle what kind uh, of like what type of gunfire did they have in world war one m- like muskets they did Breach-loading they, they didn't muskets. have anything like automatic uh they i think that was the the inception of the um automatic you know like you turn a crank and it goes oh like a gatlin yeah, like a Gatling gun that's operated by like three people. That yeah, are, yeah. I I think that was that was, but, but you know that's where like mustard gas or you know chemical warfare started. It was mm-hmm. still trenches. It was still you had a bayonet Bayonets, on, yeah. on the edge of your gun. And Did you have to reload the, every bullet? 
mostly? I don't know if it was... No, it must have been... Uh, this no, is no, probably no. embarrassing for no, other no, no, people. No, no, no. It's after... So, yeah, breech loading was like 1840s, I think, like that, the British. Okay. So, this is like way after... Yeah, yeah. No, no, they had... These weren't... I don't know what the hell I was talking about. These aren't <laughs> these aren't uh, muskets, but they're rifles, you know, that uh, you're still stabbing people. And, yeah. Um, getting up in their grills and stuff. Oof. Uh, it's it's pretty gross, but this is like a cartoony animated. So it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's really bringing the comedy. They to have World like a almost stereotypical like black American dude who's like, I just want to kill these Nazis, you know. But they're not Nazis. I just want to kill the Kaiser, you know. Like he's all he had to say was like motherfucker, which he wouldn't say. <laughs> but you know, they don't really talk to go. Rah, 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 and oh, okay. Says stuff, so it's cute. It's cutesy for a war and action game. And, like, people are, like, trapped under stuff. And they're like, oh, I can't feel my legs. But they're, like, all happy. And, like, <laughs> you're pushing things off. They're oh, like, oh, boy, oh, boy. Thank really you for saving my husband. Really you know? got myself into it this time. <laughs> oh, boy, Gil. <laughs> um, the, I don't know. The, I played it on my tablet. Oh, okay. Uh, I bought it. All right. It, then, after I beat it on the tablet, it came out on PS Plus. So I might play it again. As tends to be with everything you I buy. I know. It just comes out. <laughs> sucks, but maybe I should just wait on buying anything. But yep. The, uh, it's not even announced for PS4 yet. I, I'm not letting them <laughs> fuck me again. <laughs> not going to happen. It, I think it, I might like it better on PS4. Maybe. But the tablet version was so jank. Uh, like okay. The only thing you do is run backwards and forwards and occasionally swing to break things or like climb things. It was so janky to do that on the tablet because you just rub back and forth or up and down. Sure. And it would do the wrong thing at the wrong time. And things are like time sensitive because you're running from bombs or... I bought a it, iPad controller. Like you hook it on your iPad? No, no. Like it's a uh, Bluetooth. It looked like an Xbox 360 controller. Really? But yeah, the game has to support that type of controller not just <laughs> controller support good luck with that no fucking shit i sent it back <laughs> good luck with that it was like i got it on sale it for like 66 dollars because i got monster hunter for ipad yeah and like that has an okay what's it called like a the, the screen the digital d-pad. d-pad stuff but i still hate that with pretty much any it's game awful but I was like, okay, you know, this says MiFi or MFI controller support. So I bought this controller called Steel Series or whatever. It looks like an Xbox controller. It's regular size. It's not mini to like fit in your pocket or whatever. So I was like, okay, now I can play Monster Hunter on iPad in like HD, not on 3DS. And it didn't fucking work with that brand of controller. So yeah. I- Fuck. I, I don't know. And what there's no it- way you can do a, ma- a key mapping for that. I don't think so. No, yeah. it's, it'd be impossible. Yeah. It was. It's a nice idea, but until it's like standardized in some way, where yeah. if it works with one, it works with all of them. That's never going to take off. Yeah, and it never will because unless it's just like everything made with Unity will use it. Oh yeah, you know that's the only way it could work. You but know even- what? You know what's going to happen? Even though they don't give a shit at all, Apple's going to make a video game controller, <sighs> and then it's finally going to work. Maybe I just I don't see. I don't know. I don't see Apple being into that they just never have shown interest in that yeah it's it'll it'll finally be like all right well then that of course is going to be the standard because it's always going to get updated it's always going to be you know you'd have to buy a new charger that will charge nothing else and cost 40 bucks just for the the controller charger 
If it worked, I'd spend money on it because I have and so many games. And that's why everything's fucked, Joey. For Apple? For everyone. Oh, because for people like you will buy any No, it's of because Apple's there's so bullshit. many other things that you can buy that don't work. Yeah. That if I can spend 10 more bucks on like an, an Apple version thing and I can get it and it'll work for sure. And I can... But it's never 10 bucks. It's like 10 bucks. No, and 10 then, bucks more. No, no, it's never 10 bucks more. It's like 10 bucks more for just the base product. And then they build in all this other shit. Uh, like, oh, it'll have its own battery. <laughs> like, oh, and that you'll never be able to change that. You have to send it in to buy a new one. Or what something. it'll probably be is like a, a tether. You plug it into the, like, w- where the charger is. Yeah. And then it would just like run off of that. But then you'll need an adapter for both ends, even brand new. Probably. I'll buy it. Whatever. <laughs> Hurry up, Apple. Come on. Yeah. But Valiant Hearts, I, I bought it because it did come through on what it looked like. The animation is, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. The sound design, which is something you don't normally notice, awesome. Like, like it just... bombs blowing up yeah, and yeah. running through. Like, awesome. Really good. Did it make you feel gross at all? Not so gross because it's cutesy. It pulls at the heartstrings, like, immediately. Like Of course. You know, How Papa, many kids die? Papa, we must go. No, I have Wake to up, stay. Wake up, Papa. Wake up, Papa. And then... And then there's a dog okay. who joins you. And so that he's going to die. the stakes like big time. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, fuck. They're doing this thing. Um, wow. Does a dog talk? No. No okay. one talks. It's all pantomime. But I mean, like, does a dog pantomime? <laughs> it's a dog. Okay. This is like World War One. But I didn't know like, if it was like cartoon cartoon. It's It still takes, like, the whole, it's very ham-fisted and like, look at the horrors of war. Except for the black guy who's like, I'm going to take you down, sucker. <laughs> it's so, That's your sign off. This. It's, it's so funny. Like, this is fucking World War One. How do you fit that in there? And they do. It's, All right. Good on him, I yeah, guess. good on him. Let's so. have a spinoff of that guy. <laughs> I beat that. It'll have to be a prequel because he probably dies in that game. It was so infuriating to play on the iPad. Did you beat it, you the, said? Yeah. Don't play it on a tablet. Just because... I heard the ending's fucked. Yeah. I'm, I won't. I won't talk about it. But yeah, the uh, I'll, I'm going to play it again, maybe on PS4 because I, I, the, everything about it was fine. It's like a point and click without any actual puzzles. Okay, it's like a weird way, like small little fetch quests, and nothing's too hard. You can probably do it really quick. It's mostly story. It was just the controls were so infuriating that I could not recommend that. But I, I tend I to stay away lot. from any platform or anything on iPads. It's usually like a, a board game or like strategy turn-based shit, so I don't have to worry about it. I think that's a good way of going about it. Speaking of, you should you should play Hearthstone with me. I don't want to. You just, love it so much. <laughs> I uh, I think I installed it. And it's, I, I opened it up and saw how many cards and stuff there were, and I was like, oh god, I can't do that. Dude, right it's now. so good. Like, even if you don't put, I haven't put any money into it. It's so good. But that's even worse. I know. <laughs> so play it with me. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. They've been releasing these like twenty dollar expansion packs that are. Uh, Wait, do you like it more than Scrolls? It's different. I mean, this one because that was the last <laughs> fucking tablet thing you're trying to get me hooked into. Is it out on tablet now? Oh, I have it on tablet now too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's I've... right. It was originally just on. Yeah, browser. I bought it on computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's different. That's more. I would call that more like a tactical thing. Hearthstone is definitely like a card game, but it's collectible tactics, and this is you unlock dudes. Like the the only way that scrolls is like a card game is to put them on the battlefield. You have a card, yeah, a scroll that you sacrifice. But and it's then they deck. Go to the... Aren't you building decks? You can, yeah. yeah, yeah. You do. You do build the decks. Uh, but yeah, Hearthstone is so fucking slick, and it looks so good. 
and I don't even care about Warcraft, and it's all based in Warcraft world. But they just do like really great. You didn't like Warcraft. I, I, I'm not I mean, like World of Warcraft. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's Warcraft. the world, world of Warcraft. It's like that era oh, okay. Warcraft. I'd never, I didn't have a computer that was really good enough for Warcraft until Warcraft saved Three. Your life. Yeah, um, but they do subtle stuff where like the cards rotate very slightly and you can see that stuff on the card is kind of like sticking out in like a 3d space it just is so gorgeous but i played like two rounds of it the other night and i was like oh yeah this is really good i just remembered because they they just released their second their second campaign or whatever it's like 20 bucks for x amount of missions solo solo missions where you get the story of beating people that are get progressively harder have you ever gone to Hearthbone? Yeah. You want to talk about alphas? Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't like them, but you can talk about them. Alpha time. How how are you gonna never buy an alpha ever? I bought them. I have. If you look in my collection, I probably have five right now. Okay. I don't. Play Do you know them. what they are? Uh, Prison Architect. Okay. Uh. Maybe Pixel Piracy? Is that still an alpha? I don't know. Um, I don't know what they are, but I have I probably Pixel like... Pixel Piracy and I was underwhelmed because I didn't understand how it worked. I have like five of them or so. I just buy them because they're on sale so extreme that I'm like, I know I'm going to want to buy it when it... It's basically mm. like pre-ordering to me. Okay. It's pre-ordering at a great discount because I don't want to play them until they're done. No matter what type of game it is, you don't want to play until it's done. Yeah, because they're going to change it dramatically. What if like the what if it's a multiplayer thing and the big changes are like adding more levels, more weapons, stuff like that? It's just I haven't seen that. They always change something and I don't want the risk of that in case I really like it or in case I don't like it and then I have to go back to it later to find out if I really didn't like it cuz it was the game or cuz it just sucks. I'd rather just wait till it's an actual game. But what if it won't be an actual game because they don't have your money? I give them my money. I have like only five. for the five of them. So that's fuck them. Make it <laughs> make it so enticing that I have no choice but to begrudgingly buy them. Also, people have been making games for fucking years now without needing alphas. Alphas yeah, is like a new thing. But now it's like a small team. Hey, that's a good segue into something I want to bring up. All right, what alphas is like a new thing. I'm gonna give an update on the first alpha I ever bought. Which is still an alpha. See? How long ago? <laughs> Two years? Three, would, four years? I would say maybe four at this point. This is Project Zomboid. Do you know what that is? Uh-uh. It's a survival isometric zombie oh, game. Out. Don't like survival. Yeah. It's it's probably, when it's, gonna, when it's done, already probably right now, but when it's done, it's going to be the best zombie survival game ever made. Super deep. <laughs> it's basically dropping you into a city, and then you can loot shit and uh you know like find curtains rip the curtains apart to make strips of cloth which you can then use as a bandage or it's just but every single thing in the world you can use or you can like loot and you know go into random houses which are now all abandoned because it's just you open up all the counters and there's like 40 things in one house and it's like what do you want to do with this you can only carry so much so you kind of pick a house to start boarding up windows and doors so and here I, I bet this game i bet the whole scam of it was the game was done two years ago i'm i guarantee you the game was totally done two years ago and then rust came out and then they're like oh shit <laughs> that does exactly what we, we I, were doing except it does better with all these functions that we didn't think of okay we'll just add more and tell people we were planning to do that the whole time I, and just repeat with different games 
where it's like, oh, we're not innovative anymore because this person added this crazy thing. We should add that. Okay, keep adding. Keep that adding. It could very well be this. Um, the way I found out about this, it was like an article on IGN, and I was super fucking stoked just reading the article about what the game, like what the pitch was, and then had to buy. I bought the game on its own website, which then I eventually got it on Desura, and now it's on Steam, and I just keep getting the key for the next version of yeah. it or whatever. And the last time I played it, there was like when you're running, there was a run out animation and then the other step and then the stop. So it would just hot swap between all those things. And now it's like your character is looks like a sprite, but you can rotate it completely all the way around. Like they've added a shitload of stuff to this. And it was one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, I like it. I'll check it out when it's done because it being a very mechanic heavy thing. It's changing a lot. I do like it. I've probably played it for a handful of hours already, so I feel like I've gotten my money out of it for buying it super early. Um, but now it just keeps getting bigger and better and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger that it, I can't believe they're still working on it, for one. Yeah. But I remember when I bought it, they like posted this update that they got robbed at one point. And like, like all their computers and stuff? Yeah. So they had everything backed up. I think it was zombies. Might have they been don't want zombies. this getting out there. You should you should watch like videos of it at least because it's a really cool thing. They, Do they have, have a release date. Anything? Uh, no, they don't. But uh, you know, on the early access, it has like that blue banner box. Yeah. If you click down on it, the Project Zomboid one has the most ridiculously intensive write up of every single one of those questions I have ever seen. Like their schedule their plans who's working on it where they are well they like, fucking had a lot of time to work yeah, on i know <laughs> it's it's been a very small team and i think they've grown one person more they said they basically have two big systems to get it in and then it'll hit 1.0 and they have two programmers each assigned to those one is like um npcs with ai because right now when you load a world it's just zombies and you is this supposed to be like a massively multiplayer project you can join servers i don't know it like i've like again haven't played this in years now when you were playing it though were there other people no it's it's it was yeah it was a see how you're gonna die see how long you can last by scrounging food from other houses going into grocery stores you know boarding windows um you have to deal with a lot of emotional and physical problems that are realistic like if you run too much, you won't be able to run because you start to like breathe too hard. Or you eat too much garbage, you're gonna poop blood sometimes. <laughs> sometimes um, you can like break a bone because you get hurt, which will then have some sort like you can't swing with this arm because it's broken. You know, it's it's really deep in the sim part of it, yeah. which I like a lot. And it's the the isometric top down. It's not a first person shootery type of thing, which I think is cool. Yeah. Uh, so that I just thought was interesting. I played it yesterday. I was like, I haven't checked this out in a really long time. Just like on a whim and loaded it up. And I was like, holy shit, there's actually animation now. This is nuts. But it's 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 going very well for those guys. Hopefully they're they're at least able to, you know, make enough money to finish it, they say. They say if funding stopped tomorrow, they'd be able to work on it full time for two years still. So they're like upfront with absolutely everything and have like they when they were initially working on it. Uh, shut comments off on their website because people were being so mean to them. So I think they just have tried to become as transparent as possible. Well, they had a lot of time to figure it out. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Uh, the other one too, Offworld Trading Company, 
which I brought up uh, as something to look out for. I've now actually played, and I fucking like a lot. It sounds really good. When that comes out, I'll buy it. Yeah, this one, that's normally not the type of game I would go into early access because RTS-style stuff like that is usually super... Um, like, they, they tweak things that will change core, you know, components of it or whatever. Massive uh, balancing things. Or, like, add a new unit, and then it can completely change the strategies of it. But the, the the idea of this one I just thought was so great that I had to try it, which was it the, it's an RTS with no combat. The entirety is becoming the biggest company on Mars so that you can buy up the stakes and stocks of rival companies. And the way that you defeat your opponents is by like getting controlling interest in their company Which it's is, such yeah, a that's a very cool idea it's such a weird thing but i i like it a lot and i hope you know i hope it's done soon i don't know when they're planning on finishing it let me see if i can look it up Ari vamp um yeah i like the idea the thing that sounds so cool about that is like it's giving a completely different spin on uh, RTSs, which have been kind of stagnant, where it's just like, you get to a point where it's like, how many times can I harvest th- something, fill in yeah, the blank, yeah. to then build units to attack the other guy, and then it's, you know, and then variations on that. This is kind of a neat thing where it's influence instead. It's almost like a, a, a real-time version of a Civ game that where you don't focus on like, yeah, it, fighting. Like, if you took out of Civ the fighting aspect and just boosted up the other parts it says it is an early access until 2016 so they got a, about another half a year left but mm. um it was maybe it was yeah maybe. those things can change it, it's a it's a lot of fun right now uh i got it when it was new so there was like that 10 percent discount but it's 39 dollars, and i think the someone involved with civ 4 is behind it soren johnson he brought coffee to Sid Meier. <laughs> yeah, I think he was one of the lead designers of some Civ thing, but I like it a lot. It's very good. Hopefully it wasn't Sim Ant. Was Sim Ant bad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Words for Evil. Words for Evil. It's a spelling RPG. And, uh, come on, man. <laughs> Can't all just blast butts and shoot monkeys what? and... What butts were I blasting? These are the games you play, man. Butt blasting? Yeah, we're oh. just, like, blowing up shit and fucking butts? dogs and... <laughs> fucking dogs. I don't know what you do, man. <laughs> you do you, man. Um... There's there's a couple games like this. I play another one that's okay on my uh, tablet. This is one. Uh, I, it's not on, which is confusing. I thought it would be on uh, some kind of um, tablet or phone or something like that because the um, the ratio, the aspect ratio, is like very skinny. Oh, okay. <laughs> like when you're playing, it's a windowed um, box when you're playing it on. But your in computer. Steam only, and they still <laughs> did that. Yeah, I don't Weird. know. I don't know what it what it's about, okay. but um, pardon me while I take my fiber pills. It's like Spell Tower and other games with RPG elements, but it, uh, it it's basically like Boggle, you know, where you have a bunch of words and you're bunch uh, of letters or uh, yeah, sorry, a bunch of letters, and you're trying to make words out of it. But the more letters you incorporate, the uh, or when you put together a word, it makes an attack. And the more letters you use 
and the more kinds of letters you use, the stronger the attack. So it's like Puzzle Quest with words instead of matching? Yeah, yeah, That's that, I think that's that's a good... It, but it's also like, um, you know, it, it's got um, no turn-based, which is oh, different real than time a lot of, just... It's real-time. Okay. So they're slashing at you, and you're trying to, like, quickly... So that adds, like, a nice, um, f- like, uh, it adds stakes to it, mm-hmm. you know? I, I think this would be a great game if they ever added multiplayer. Oh, they don't. No. Wow. No multiplayer. That seems yeah, like perfect for it. Perfect There's, for um, it. There was one. It was like <laughs> everyone picks a character and kind of does that same thing, but I think you have your own personal board. Um, but everyone was like a fictionalized version of a famous writer. Like you could be Edgar Allan Poe or Mark Twain. Yeah. Uh, writer Rumble. Ray. Uh, Rumble Writer. Rough Rider. Rough Rider? Mount up. Rider, I'm going to look it up. Okay. Uh, so it's pixel art, like a lot of good games these days. It's mm-hmm. got pretty music, um, funny little jumping animation. It's got a bunch of different classes that are uh, funny because you can you can pick up guys. So like you can have a party of like three or four guys. You know, there are different classes. And you're only using one at a time, but when it dies, it jumps to the next one. Um, Is it? Did you ever play 10 Million? 10 million was like the you you have the guy across the top fighting stuff but it's a match three as fast as you can no or you know a matching game as fast as you can kind of has the look of the words for evil like that real pixely lo-fi but it's instead of the words it's doing matching the matching as fast as you can yeah the the cool thing is like even though the other guys are in your party and you haven't hit them yet they um they, if you hit certain colored letters, you know it'll that'll trigger their attacks. Oh. So then they'll attack with you. So it's got like matching n words in it. Uh, not matching. No, you don't have to match colors. But like, say I spell like quest, and the e is purple. Then the purple triggers this woman's attack. Oh, and so you, you want to try to avoid those if you can. No, you want to make them because then people in your party will add their attack to your attack to your main. Oh, guy. oh, oh! I thought you meant it would it would trigger like the, the other guys. No, no, no. Okay. That would be a cool change on it too um gotcha there are there are a bunch of different versions of this game yeah like writer rumble like writer rumble um which is an app store game mm-hmm. um this game is uh it's is a cool version of it um, it was like what's it like three bucks or something probably it's crazy cheap what yeah it, again words for evil yeah uh words for evil the um yeah, 2.99 the the one thing about it is uh there's no saving <laughs> so when you start you, you have gotta, to be in it yeah you got to be in it um and uh would you say or no, 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 i mean you can stop you you can continue from where you were but once you're dead you start what you know all the way back at the beginning i like that you can just type on the keyboard and then it just automatically starts like filling in the ones that are connected there are also these loot chests where um they basically are little puzzles. There's little puzzles I just built said into rapey. Them. You said rapey? Yeah, the the puzzle the box they just showed on the thing <laughs> said rapey. It was like the uh the top row of letters spelled out rapey. I don't know if that was intentional or not. Oh man. Oh. Did you not see that? I didn't I'm gonna, I didn't see that. I'm gonna rewind that. Why would they put that in the trailer? I don't know. I here, hang on. But there are, there are like puzzles where it's like you have two rows of letters and it's almost like a price is right game where you have to pick like 
which letter from each column for the two rows and then that'll spell a word but yeah, you only you have go. 10 seconds rapey it does say rapey <laughs> jesus christ i think that was just the randomization somebody, of the letters but no one real <laughs> somebody had to double check that for them <laughs> but because it's an rpg you have stats you have upgradable abilities mm-hmm. um for each party member and uh you know they they don't differ that much but um some of them are funny some of them um are slight differences the uh the levels the backgrounds look different but for each level they're consistent you know it's almost like looping god i wish that rape was intentional (laughs) (laughs) it's it's fun like the the elements of um of rpg where you're buying extra items and you're leveling up and you can use the keyboard to type it adds like the almost like a mavis beacon (laughs) typing tutor element to it I guess that's why you can't do it on a phone. Is Maybe for instead that of reason. clicking the... Instead of clicking. I mean, you could probably do it just with your finger, but it, it's a lot quicker to just do it. it. It definitely looks slick. It looks like it would move way faster uh, than the other one. And three bucks, the price is not bad. Yeah, I, I would recommend it. If you like these type of games, it's a little weird to be playing this type of game on your on computer. computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... Like it's a fun little game. It's on. Uh, it's on. Mac. I put in. I yeah. I've put in um, hours into it, even though it seems like it's kind of light. Yeah. But it, it just. It's another one where, it, for a few bucks, it draws you in and gives you a lot of entertainment. Is it, is it score attack? Like go as long as you can. Yeah. It's not a. As far as I know, I've never it beaten it. it, and it's randomized levels. Okay. So I assume it's it's you play it till you. This die. looks like a game Kim would like a lot. Like if I. She would never hunt it down, but if I got it and was like, hey, Kim, try this, then I wouldn't get my laptop back for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Because she's still playing threes. Yeah. Like, daily. That's a, that's a good one. I threes, mean. threes is Kim's Monster Hunter and Spelunky. <laughs> so this looks like her type of jam. Like, every once in a while, I'll buy stuff on my phone with the intention of, like, Kim's really going to like this. I think and we have like, crossover on the, the puzzly games that I like and the puzzly games that Kim likes. Yeah, yeah. Because I like threes too a lot. Do you? Yeah, you not as it? much. No, I'll play it once in a while when I get tired of playing Teach You on the toilet. feel <laughs> <laughs> like I need to play something different That's on the toilet. That's still your toilet game? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's just, it's so easy for me to just fall into and play. The if toilet? It's quick poop. Falling into or, the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> covered in poop. <laughs> Yelling at idiot cunt, my partner. <laughs> oh, idiot cunt. She's so nice. The worst she's home. a bad player but she's so i don't nice. want to tell you about her man i'm just we're still is that still her we're name? not talking oh yeah <laughs> i changed it away for a while just to idiot yeah because i was playing it at work sometimes and i was afraid people would like see it over my shoulder if i was in the elevator mm-hmm. but then she did something that was so infuriating <laughs> i was like fuck it you're back <laughs> you're back amazing uh i haven't played tai chi on the phone for a while I, it I haven't played Taichu with real people in a while. It seems to be when we go on our fourth trip, that happens a couple times at least. Cause yeah, because you got four people then. Slowly but surely, everyone in the group is starting to learn it. Because it's really not that complex. No, no. It's good, up. though. Yeah, it's it's awesome. That um, We have to play that uh, three-player version again, too. Hagus? No, no, no. Camara. Uh, oh, yeah. That the was one good. we played with Kim, it was good, yeah, too. I like that. Because everyone, you're not doing it with a partner that time. Um, cool. The, the, yeah. So you got funny little jumping guys. You got spelling. You got typing. You got all the things you want in a game. 
<laughs> I think I might pick this up. The the reviews for it are all over the place, like recommended, not recommended. Yeah, um, I mean, it's I could see if you want heavy RPG, it's not. If you want heavy, like, just bullshit phone game, it's not that. Yeah. You know, if you want just something mindless, it's something kind of in the middle. It is kind of repetitive with some of the actual gameplay. Okay. But because it's always different letters and things like that, and because you add, like, different party members, and because... You add different gear and different abilities. I think it's different enough that it was, it it sucked up time for me, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I like the name. And it's different. <laughs> it's you know, it's it's it's. Even though there's a lot of games that have tried this, there aren't many games that have done it in the way that this game does. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna do a little bit of an unorthodox train of thought topic. We'll call this. So I picked you up wildcard move here. Wildcard a, a little wild bit, little bit. Right. Uh, Joe's gone rogue. So I picked up something on Steam called Vulture. It was two ninety nine again. It's the cost of the episode thus far. Two ninety nine, and what it is is someone we've given away games more expensive than that. <laughs> no, come on. I, I I don't recommend Vulture though. So, but let me continue. <laughs> <laughs> Vulture is someone's custom interface for playing NetHack. So it's a graphical, um, isometric. Um, Do you want to pull it up? Oh yeah, so you can see the. Uh, I've know, never heard of Vulture. Do you know what NetHack is? How'd you find? Yeah, NetHack's like one of the oldest. Uh, it's one of the the, the OGs. Classics. Yeah, one of the like uh, Rogue, like the original Rogue and NetHack. Which like, I've I still want, I've still been trying to find like hunt down the original Rogue. NetHack is a very misleading name though. Because it sounds like it should be like a Shadowrun or yeah, exactly. some like cyberpunky whatever. It's not. It's like a rogue type game. I mean, it's like a fantasy. Uh, Vulture for NetHack. Here we go. Oh, for okay. So it's pretty explicit, and that's what it is. Yeah, Vulture for NetHack is the full name of the thing. So it was. It was a text. It was an ASCII text, uh, like rogue. It looks a lot like it, and they were have the same level of like fan base, where it's like people got into it in the what. Late eighties, early nineties, so, yeah, something like that. They've made a ton of versions of it. People love them, and it's now made by like this community that there's like the the masters of NetHack or whatever. You don't really know who they are, but the game has been iterated on for so fucking long at this point that it's. I think I've thrown the link to it off on the Twitter. So if you want to see what it, if, if you can't Google NetHack, NetHack, yeah, oh yeah, you can go and check that out. It works on all systems too, because like even on Mac, I found a Mac version that just runs in the terminal. Because like you're you just don't typing need much. stuff, yeah, yeah. and then it's just you know dots and at symbols and stuff like that. This so far has not shown you at all what this actually looks like. I remember playing NetHack when I was 13, I think, and really? I, I loved it. Yeah, well, because I, I didn't have much else that was like that at the time. Right. Here's here's what Vulture looks like. It's just t- pretty standard, pixelated, isometric. Because you know, on a lot of, I think a lot of people are thrown by ASCII graphics stuff like that of the classic rogues um but it's just it doesn't add a lot you can't silence the music that's super obnoxious um that's a great move yeah i mean i would love to see a game where they do that on purpose and that at certain points it raises the volume (laughs) (laughs) and you can't lower the volume on your computer maybe maybe i just haven't i I only played like two rounds of it so maybe i just haven't dug in deep enough and maybe it is actually awesome he's definitely selling it for the right price considering NetHack is free but how much work he had to probably put in to make this he made this in 2005 
Yeah, release date 2005. Yeah. This is now new on Steam, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I what that did was make me hunt down the original NetHack. So I played a couple rounds of that on my on my computer. Um, What'd you think? It's still it's still cool. It's hard because there's what this is trying to do. What Vulture's trying to do compared to regular NetHack is it's trying to put all the commands in a button interface. Yeah. Whereas on NetHack you have it's to know keyboard. the commands. Yeah. Um, and you can type, you know, question mark, enter, and it'll give you a list of shit. But there was a Classic ton of DOS stuff. prompting style. Yeah, there was a ton of commands to the point where the NetHack releases that you can download now come with a manual that's like 36 pages. So I was going to print one out so that I could actually have the commands in front of me because if you type the command list in the game, it gets rid of your map, so you can't do the stuff with it up. Yeah. So, um... I still want to dig back into it, if only because it is probably the most well-known of the classic, classic-ass, you know, play. Yeah, of the different genres, there's a, f- a few, like, exemplar. Those are the games, you know, like, there's, like, MUDs, and there's, like, these ASCII games, and there's, like, you know, all of the ones, you know, there's, like, certain ones, like, NetHack and Rogue are vaulted into the yeah, that... lexicon of games, and then there's, like, you know, same, like, Zork. And and those games yeah. would be for graphical or for text based adventures, and then you know, I was going to do an ASCII special um, with some of this stuff because I bought some newer games that use ASCII graphics. Like uh, there was that Black Edition of uh, sp- fucking what is it called? Does it spell something? Uh, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, I'll find it here. Uh, Sanctuary RPG oh, Black Sanctuary. Edition. Yeah. Like, everything in it is ASCII, but it's doing it in a way that the symbols make a picture instead of an at symbol means that's your dude, you know? Um, so it looked neat, but I haven't played it yet. <clears throat> but uh, more to the point, what this Vulture slash NetHack thing did was remind me how much uh, I need to understand Dwarf Fortress. Uh, and, it, like, you thought about printing manuals, and you're like, oh, I played another game where I didn't understand any of the commands. <laughs> well... I think the last time I talked about it on a podcast was when you were on Magic Show, and I brought that up, and you and Phil were listening to me talk about how I bought the book that teaches you how to play the game. It was uh, O'Reilly, the computer company, came out with a manual type of educational book to have people understand how to play this stuff. And I loaded it up without the book. I was like, I'm going to just, because I knew a new release came out recently. I think, like, even uh, Landon or something tweeted about it. And uh, loaded up a new release and just started trying to do what I remembered. Um, which, at least I'll give Dwarf Fortress credit in that everything is on the screen onto the so- off to the side. So you'd hit, like, D. And that means designations. And then in the designations menu, you can select what you want to tell people to do. So I want to tell people to mine. And then you just move a cursor around on a map and, like, highlight stuff. So it's way more graphical. But what makes Dwarf Fortress so amazing is the amount of simulation in this thing is, like, if you put an area that's too big, it, like, can't even run on modern computers because it's running so many things for every single individual space on there that you can, like... um, You can max out your processing pretty easily. Yeah, just updating the game constantly. When you start a world, it generates a world that has 250 years of history, and you can see this little counter ticking up of specific events that were randomly generated in the creation of your world. 
So by the end of your creation, which you can play multiple games in the same world, it'll tell you there were 256,000 notable events in the history of this place. You can go to a separate menu and just start reading the history of the this history universe. of this place to the point where people have made a thing that creates an automatic wiki that you can click through the histories oh of your God. shit. It's so fucking bonkers how much of this is procedural everything, but it's almost like you're controlling like this this uh, simulation ant farm. So you, you, it's like, I want you to mine out this mountain here. I'm going to like lay it out and you just watch your little dudes, like go run over and pick up the pickaxes. Cause it's all ASCII graphics still Yeah. within reason. Like, I don't know how he gets the smiley faces. If those are original or if that's built into ASCII keyboards, it's like a little face. Yeah. Um, like a little emoji. Yeah. But it's, it feels like it's part of like a text or like a raw system symbol or something like that. I don't know how else to describe it. But you, you tell them what to do, and then you watch them do it. And everything, I've, I've made a point of not using tile sets, which people have made for it, um, to make it kind of more palatable, understandable, so that I can see like what the guy has... What's doing. What he's b- intended it to be, how yeah. he plays it. It's almost like the only thing I could think of it would be like would be like how Neo suddenly understood the Matrix. Like if you showed this to someone, like what the fuck is that? Well, like that right there, that brown circle, that's a tree, and then that right there, that's like a, a stockpile of wood, and it's just like the craziest thing that all said and done, Dwarf Fortress is the most incredible game ever made because you're full on mental because you've lost I am? your goddamn mind. No, I'm saying because these two people who are making it that are brothers have lost their goddamn mind and all they do is work on Dwarf Fortress and they say they're going to be working on it for at least another 10 years. They have 10 years worth of plans still coming. But all- you're you're sitting there watching little ASCII symbols move around. No, I'm screen. telling them what to do. They're doing like what I'm saying, but it it's almost like zen in how like you're not really you can pause it so you can issue stuff and then unpause it and then watch them do it. Yeah. But it's like, did you ever have an ant farm growing up? No. I had one. Now that we have ants, like how r- ridiculous that is, is just like <laughs> crazy to me. Um, but I love just watching them go through the tubes and like picking up stuff and carrying it to a different spot, kind of like with their own logic, right? So I could put food in the top. I want you guys to eat this. But you still have to wait for them to kind of do it on their own or find it. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what's happening when you're watching this weird little mini ecosystem. No, the stories that it generated out of it sound awesome. Yeah, the DF, dfstories.com. There was one that Derek Yu, the creator of Spelunky, did like a fan art for that was fucking incredible. Yeah. But it's like um, the simulation of stuff can go down to like this these dwarf this dwarf was fighting a guy and it chopped off his arm so he picked up his arm and he threw it at the yeah, thing those kind of stories that come out of it are amazing especially when you look back and see what the game looks like exactly yeah that's like that's mental but then you look at the reference book and then that's also mental <laughs> like <laughs> there's it's, it's like, one of those things where you can get the core concepts of it really quick i yeah. think the biggest learning curve for it is understanding what you're seeing mm-hmm and then it's you you kind of slowly expand outwards into what the other commands do and it's not awful it's just getting to like getting in the head of the way that the guy made it to know that designation means like how you set orders it's like learning a programming language it, it, minus it is, the the computationals like minus the the conditionals i mean yeah it's it's way um, way top level yeah so it's like d designation d for mine 
uh, highlight with enter. Like you set your bottom left corner and your upper right corner and it highlights a grid for you. Like it's all pretty out there and on the surface, but you start to like what that book does well is it tells you why stuff matters the way it does. Like, so you can figure it out if you forget exactly which, what it is. You can figure you, it out because yeah, you, you know understand why, the logic or, of it. Or it's like, I know that they need booze. And that's because in the logic of the dwarves game, like to get fucked. Yeah, well, they they drink that before water. Got to get schlitzed up with the dwarves. My, my game that I started that I just loaded up and was like doing pretty well um, had like this dude polishing up all the walls, just making like a fancy-ass cave. I had stockpiles and... I finally like dug down to a different level because you can go like fifty levels down and fifty levels up, like the the Z axis of it. Yeah. And all of a sudden it became winter and all my water sources froze. And then I was just watching all the dwarves, they start flashing with this down arrow that's blue, which means they're thirsty. And then all of a sudden all of them just started to die. Like I created a, a stockpile, which is where they automatically will haul stuff of a certain type for corpses. Mm-hmm created a stockpile or corpse stockpile just kept seeing these sad dwarves lug other dwarves over to a stockpile that kept growing with the dead bodies of all these like dwarf kids and dwarf ladies and and my minor i think they're called dwarfettes dwarfettes and miners because they all died of thirst which is probably the worst fucking way to die why couldn't they use their fire I, they didn't have fire, so what I did is I tried to build a forge next to the iced over river, thinking forges are hot. It's probably going to, like... You know, some runoff? Yeah, melt or something. And then it started to snow, and I'm, like, screaming at my computer. I'm like, you fucking idiots, there's snow right there. Just go drink some of it or eat some of it. And they all eventually died of thirst. But isn't that kind of frustrating where it's, like, it's so hyper-realistic, and then there's something that's just not realistic? No, because, like, the... Kind of with... um. Other, like, with they say with NetHack, it's the same kind of with Dwarf Fortress, is dying is, like, half the fun of it. Because it does create those good stories, or you learn, like, a lesson from it. It's not like you can beat it. So, you know, I, I died probably after a half hour. But what do you learn? Dwarves are too fucking stupid to melt snow? I, well, it's and it's all so simulated, and your experience is, like, determined by where you are in the world and all this stuff. Like half of the fun of it is just kind of seeing what happens and reacting to it. So it's not like I was pissed because I lost all this time building or like digging out this place. Yeah. I, you got your experience. I got an experience out of it. It's still free. It'll always be free. And the only way that those dudes make money is through Patreon or donations directly to them on their site, which is fucking bonkers still. But I, if you can handle it, if you can beat your head against it, it is like, the biggest best game there ever will be you just have to be able to put up with it <laughs> so, yeah do you think can you think of any analogs where you're building stories in the same way i mean like a not, sim city I, but sim city doesn't really build stories it doesn't maybe build a personal the one. sims yeah maybe the sims the sims might get closest to that there that would be way more um that doesn't have like the like the history feel like you don't feel like you're it's immediate yeah yeah and even even if you play it for four hours you still don't really care about when you had a dog before and now you don't have a dog it just right. you don't care i don't know i kind of guess it depends on what you want to get out of sim type games yeah but if you like coming at it from the way of just knowing how many different things you can like 
read about or learn about in the th- in this game in in the game not like outside of it like i could i can hit k which is the look command and mouse my cursor over to anything and hit enter on it and it'll give me like a stupid amount of write-up every single dwarf it auto generates has a history i do love that i mean that was my favorite thing about the game neverhood was this that they for no reason they spent the time to write like pages and pages and pages of like that, that thousand year history or whatever yeah of the history of this world and mm-hmm. of the rulers and it was almost like reading the bible where it's like you know two board begat Ferno and Ferno begat you know and just reading it and like even though the Bible's boring as shit, like this one's really interesting. To... It, what I'm saying is, if the Bible was more like Neverhood, yeah, I would have read it by now. <laughs> I would have been praising God. But, Side uh, note: Armor Krog's listed on Steam. I I kickstarted it, yeah. So I'm gonna. I've been getting updates. It just says I'm it's really it's excited. not done. Does it? They even have though any estimates? Tenapel is apparently not a cool guy, but did they bring excited. that up in there? No, okay. they never do. <laughs> they do not. But. I'm still really excited for it. They, the screenshots that I've seen, they look more and more and more done. Yeah, it looks like Neverhood. Oh, yeah, that was the intention, was yeah. that it would be basically another Neverhood. But, I mean, it even looks like Clayman. A lot of the guys are um, who are making it, you know, they tried to get some of the designers to volunteer some time and, you know, bring back... Uh, I'm not sure if Terry Taylor is doing the music, but they're trying to get a very similar um, Skull crew. Skull is so fucking good. It's... The, I mean, everything that he makes is awesome yeah. i love all of his comic books his graphic novels i love you know he's just kind of a turdy guy he's just kind of well he just doesn't he's kind of religious in the way that socially he's not too cool oh okay yeah did they have they said in the updates when armor Krog is done no okay yeah but there it's getting closer okay i'm really excited for that but okay. I, to get back to the point if you spend the time to build a true uh history into your game that's cool and the fact that that auto generates it is it's crazy that hurts my brain to think how they did that every single thing in there has stats and auto auto how many many different worlds have you created in that game do you think uh well every time i install it um i start a new one and only until recently i've decided to just keep using the same one because the game how many do you think it's more than two or three in like since i've played this ever yeah 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 like have you do the histories repeat at all or do they are are they all very distinct from one i I haven't dug super deep because when you load up the main menu after the world generates there's three options you can go to the legends which is just the history viewer Mm -hmm. you can do dwarf fortress which is like the the sim base thing there's also you can play a roguelike in the world it created it would be hilarious if every time that it booted up and created this legend it also published a fanfic book on amazon <laughs> that would be amazing or the op- or after you finish and it just publishes your story your story as a fanfic well there's um if you are ever and you can make like 20 cents every yeah. time <laughs> well they just start posting the stories because like even though i don't know how to play it that well reading those stories is still incredible yeah the stories are um what you can do is a lot of I think if you just search um, the Lazy Noob pack for Mac or Dwarf Fortress Starter Pack for PC, um, it comes with a bunch of variables you can toggle on and off, um, built-in companion softwares like the the viewers or the there's something called Dwarf Therapist, which is an easier way to manage what dwarves do what and see um, like what their skills are. 
Um, and then like you run that at the same time you're running Dwarf Fortress, you do shit in Dwarf Therapist and push a little button that pushes the changes into the game. Like the people that are really deep into Dwarf Fortress are just as crazy as the people making it. So there's it's good they found each other in the in the the starter packs too. Like when you embark on your your journey or whatever, you can buy everything individually, and there's a shitload of stuff. But in the starter packs, there's like use this one if you're new, and so it kind of gives you everything it thinks you'll need. So I, I don't know. I'm if anybody is crazy like I am and gets into it, I would love to hear how it goes for you. Um, if you are also on Giant Bomb, there are two videos that was like the guy trying to learn it um and it was called like, to good success or not good success? um well the guy ended up leaving the company so he didn't like it only went two videos deep but it was enough for me to like start to get my head around the concept of it and those were called dave fortress but he's the one who brought up the book which is where i found it in the mm. first place so i i have the physical copy and they keep updating it with the new releases yeah, on the website to. yeah do you get this free Yes. If you buy the book? Yes. Oh, On good. O'Reilly, if you buy it from them, that's good. they give you PDF updates. Um, so I printed it out at work before I left work, a whole new copy of the book. <laughs> so I just have this printed out version of it. But Take that work. Yeah, take that. The The game is incredible, and I hope I, I get like good at it someday, but just looking at it is is fantastic. The book? At the game is fantastic. <laughs> You're just staring at this book. Kim Holmes, why don't you read it? I just like looking <laughs> I don't want to. It's like looking at it. All right, let's give away a game. Cool. Give them away. Nihilumbra. Nihilumbra. What do you think that is? Uh, I kind of saw, so you can guess. Okay. <laughs> I was going to pretend I didn't. Nihilumbra. Uh, I imagine it's like, I don't even think this is a type of game, but there's like a shitty like Crypt Keeper type guy who's like, welcome to the Nihilumbra. And then here's a tale. And then you're just like, point click adventure through this shitty tale that's like where irony kills you like always <laughs> the thing he loved the most killed him yeah eat to death what that'd Eaten be great if cows. there was like cause of death irony that, that's that's <laughs> what i imagine nihil is but okay. i don't think i'm right no <laughs> <laughs> okay nihil the next Nihilumbra story. Discover the beautiful world of Nihilumbra and join Born. Is that say Born or Bomb? Eh, Bomb. It's Bomb on his adventure to yeah. find himself whilst trying to escape from his inevitable curse. Whilst. Bomb was created whilst. from the absolute nothingness, the void. <laughs> My favorite game. But somehow, <laughs> the void, I forgot. <laughs> but uh, somehow he separates himself from the black emptiness and appears in the world. So it's like a puzzle platformer yeah. thing. Art style's neat. I don't know what's going on. You're drawing colors on the ground. Looks hey, like it's more color stuff, just like the void. Awesome. Yeah, it looks like you're painting areas that interact with your guy differently. Neat. Okay, looks cool. So play it. 75 Metacritic. Let us know what you think. Thanks, Ari, for Nihilumbra. Do you want to do a, a contest for this other one or save it? save it we'll just we since we have a code okay it's easier cool um you got anything else do you want to give the code out what code for nihilumbra did i not do that no oh <laughs> cdwpe q2j i9 2cl2j 
I really thought I read it already. You got dwarfed brained. <laughs> Fuck. You're just still thinking about it, aren't you? Yeah. I'm going to go play it. Oh, my little guys are probably doing so much cool little stuff right now. No, they're all fucking dead. <laughs> I haven't started since then. <laughs> they're all fucking dead. Oh, I'm sad. God, Joey is very vengeful. Why? Why did he <laughs> yeah. not provide us with water? He built us this forge to mock us when all we wanted was water. <laughs> like, couldn't he just have a river come down here? Um, as the dwarf mom carries her child to the corpse stockpile, and the bigger the stockpile gets, everyone gets horrified as they approach the stockpile and runs away. <laughs> Which leads to the poop pile from people who just yeah. see the stockpile poop their pants. I would just see the dude carrying a dead dude, and then... Without fail, when they're like within six squares of the corpse stockpile, it just would say so and so is horrified, oh. and it would like drop the corpse and run away. So then it becomes more of like a breadcrumb trail of corpses. Yeah, to get the, to the further they get away from it. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ari, sign us what out. A sad world you've built. <laughs> Good thing I'm not God Emperor of the planet. Uh, wubba dubba lub lub. I'm out. Was. There we do. Oh. Go to Wazd, uh, Wazpod at Twitter, uh, Wazpod at gmail.com, Wazpod group on Steam. Uh, Which is just Wazpod. Clockface on Steam is Joey. Dibno, D-Y-B-N-O on Steam is me. You should go to the Explosive Magical page, look at all that shit with all the other piece of shit shows <laughs> from assholes. And the asshole shows. Donation, you know, you can buy stuff, whatever. Buy stupid things. Yeah. What Should we promote our own feed? Uh, sure. Or well, should we tag that on later? Just or, I don't know. Because do we know what the feed will be? No. So it, it'll, yeah. keep an ear out for a feed thing we might do. <laughs> okay. Peace. Bye. Bye.